Season 3, Episode 17, where we watch Castaways. Season 1, Episode 1, I'm Chris Lorenz. Robert Kitts. This is James. Ooh, buddy. That's a show. <laughs> that was a show. I that, mean... Th- that was something. This is a... I don't know what how to describe the show, but it's, it seems, feels very different. It is different. That's definitely true. Uh... Can you give me the show description, Rob? I got your show description. Castaways is a revolutionary series testing the human need for companionship under extreme circumstances. As each individual learns, there are other castaways out there but are unaware of how many, their locations, or when they will be rescued. This visually stunning new reality series follows 12 diverse individuals as they're dropped alone throughout various islets in Indonesia and challenged to survive among washed up luggage, scattered resources, and abandoned structures. The only way to leave the remote islands is to persevere long enough to be rescued or to quit. As dramatic situations unfold on an expanse of islands in the South Pacific, the series flashes back to the real lives of each participant in documentary fashion, demonstrating haunting parallels to the lives they left behind. Castaways on ABC. Whew. There you have it. Man. I was I was gonna say it's a it's a really solid description, although I gotta at least ding them on the visually stunning remark. <laughs> they definitely <laughs> throw in a couple extra adjectives in here to really to punch it. It is up. a show description. I mean, they're, they're, yeah, they're definitely selling you on it, which I can't can't blame them for. Uh, so this show is definitely them trying to bring Lost into a reality show somehow. Oh this yeah, hundred percent is a hundred percent just. What if like lost happened for real? But like, but like without all the crazy shit. Like they're just like, what happened? Like like episode one of Lost, right? Somewhat. Like, we've there's got definitely differences. What would happen? Well, the, on Lost, they like they're all on like one beach together, so they 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 mix up a little bit by spreading them out. But well, they already had Lost, the reality show. It was called Survivor. <laughs> I think there's some core differences, and we should we should get into yeah. it. In, this show is video. more Lost, the reality show, than Survivor. Yeah, yeah, sure. but they but if you just take the first episode of Lost and turn that into a reality show, yeah, that's that's Survivor. I, I mean, I'll definitely give you the and, and I got into this with some some other friends uh, earlier in the day when I was telling them about the show that we were going to watch, which is wait, it sounds like you're just describing Survivor, and I think the key difference is that Survivor is in this bucket of a competition reality show. And this is very clearly not a competition reality show, but more of a documentary-style reality show. Yeah, if if Harrison was here, I'm sure he'd bring up, we don't know the stakes of this show. Yeah, there there (laughs) are are no real real stakes. Like, man, there's a a lot going on in this show, but I feel like the... It's it, it takes a lot of aspects of a lot of other shows, which is like I feel like I see a lot of like naked and afraid in here. Mm -hmm. Where it's like take some people and you're gonna see how they're gonna survive. Uh, it's got like the survivor thing, like, hey, you're all in this destination, like, you know, random island somewhere, like, interesting. Uh, and then you just combine with like Big Brother, where it's like, we're just going to take 12 people and put them somewhere and just see what the hell happens. D- do they do that, though? Sort of. Like on the show? Yeah. I oh, mean, are you thinking, I, like, you're, are you getting like some of the production kind of like yeah. set up Well, stuff. there are definitely some production things we'll have to get into. We'll have to get into that. So essentially what the show is, is like a, just like a documentary setup reality show. So like in essence, yeah. 12 people stranded on islands that are very close to each other. And 
we're, I guess they're going to try to see what happens is yeah. the, you know, on the outset, what they're trying to make it look like what's happening. Yeah, it's it's, you know, have you ever, you know, asked yourself, like, what would you do if you were deserted on an island? And like, what are the things you would want? How would you deal with it? Would you want to go at it alone? Would you want to, like, find other people? Uh, what's, what's interesting about this situation is that, you know, there are, are some amount of other people involved in this situation. Uh, but you don't really know. I don't believe you know how many, where they are, what things they have. Uh, and so, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. So, this, like, I'll try to describe what happens in this episode, but sure. not a whole lot. Like, they, That's a they, key point. <laughs> <laughs> they go through, like, I think they only ever really introduce, like, four or five people out of the 12. They show most their names, but they only they don't yeah. spend time with all of yeah. them. So, like, Robbie is the big guy in this episode but, but before in we, many I, ways. I'm I, just, I'm, I'm just going to go over, like, Robbie is highly focused... Do we need to get into the fact that we need to come up with lost names for everyone on this show before yes. we go through no, this? La- later, later, later. <laughs> later, okay. Like, Lucia. <laughs> Ravi's the, the biggest focus. He weighs... They go over his backstory. He's pretty heavy. He's eaten a lot. He he's unhappy. Yeah, and during the course of this episode, he's like, he wants his bags, his food. Like, there's a lot of food there. And he finds a bag, <laughs> reads their journal... And eventually finds this other girl, woman, which I don't even know if they like. They said her name in the original. I, w- I want to say like Kenzie or something. Yeah, Kenzie, I think is right. I think I, I missed that. that name. But I didn't write. But, but like, I, th- I think what's important to highlight Kenzie, here K- is, is the K E N Z I. Got it. Thank you, Rob. I, I, I was gonna say like I think one of the things important to highlight the the style of the the show is it's sort of. They pick a person, they kind of focus on them, lost, very lost, very lost, and then they kind of dive into their backstory. And so it's like, again, lost flashback style of like, here's what this person was doing in the regular world, right? Yeah. Um, and so they, they'll, they'll kind of do a bit on like their backstory and they then they'll come sh- back yeah, they'll and show, kind of show them in them. their real life. Right. And so, uh, like, I think it's important. And like, it seems like how the, the formula of these shows are going to go is that they're going to pick like maybe two or three or four people an episode and kind of focus on them. And then show the inner workings and like what's kind of going on. Yeah. So this episode was Robbie and Mackenzie, and they showed they showed a little bit of Terry. Yeah. Was that or, the black guy that was in the no? Military? Richard is the no, no, Eric. Eric is the black gentleman. Right. Richard was the camo hat hunter dude. Yeah. And yeah. Terry was the old woman that they showed briefly. Right. Uh, those are the kind of intros we get. We kind of get. Of anyone that does anything of note is just Richard and Mackenzie. Or, yeah. Robbie. Robbie and Mackenzie, man. Yeah, that was definitely the heavy focus of this one. And that's kind of it. It's all these people ended up on... They show a lot of intros of people. There's also someone named Sawyer on the show. (laughs) You're going to believe somebody named Sawyer. We'll get there. I think that's... I mean, that's pretty much anything that happens in the show. Well... The biggest thing is that Mackenzie tells Robbie that at, that she's going to go walk along the beach and try to find stuff. And at the end of the episode, they try to make it seem like if questionable if Mackenzie's going to come back or not. So I, I think we should highlight that they start this thing off that is these 12 individuals and they all start out alone. And they're like scattered across various islands in this region. And like they don't know if they're going to find other people or whatnot. And so like the whole first day or two 
is like Robbie and others and like pretty much everyone just kind of walking around trying to see what's going on, gather supplies. Uh, there's some bags that like some of which belong to people. Everyone, there's other supplies that just seem to be scattered. Everyone finds a washed up suitcase that is not their suitcase. Right. And, you know, I wonder how much like producers were like dropping the suitcases off like 10 feet from where they were just oh, them to show. Definitely. Up. They were 100%. dropped off like right where they were. Right. I wonder how much the producers were like. Feel like okay, we're gonna give Robbie's suitcase to Kenzie. I think that's a good move. And then you know, well, <laughs> it's producers yeah. definitely put Mackenzie and Robbie neck near each other. They were close enough to each other that Robbie could see kind of where she was at from where he was. Well, the thing is, Robbie did move a lot though. Yeah. So you don't know. I don't know if that was actually what happened. That's yeah. true. Like you look at it holistically, but then you remember. So another big plot point that happened. Was Robbie like saw like some blue fucking like a tarp. Ba- tarp somewhere and he was like, oh, I'm gonna swim to that. So he like found some sort of flotation device and started swimming. And obviously, you know, he couldn't <laughs> swim very fast, so the current just took him somewhere. Got caught in the riptide. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The current just, you know, took him. I, I feel like you're kind of throwing Robbie under the bus. I feel like he gave it a hell of an effort on that swim. Like, we're talking like he was swimming between islands, like pretty good swim. And he he was trying to bring this bag. He's a he's a big dude, and like I thought he was doing pretty good for the situation. Like I'm, I'm gonna give him some credit. I, and he got I, caught some know. I don't know. It's it's like I'm not seeing a lot of the, what happened. The, the <laughs> editing made it. You know, you can't tell from the editing what exactly what happened. That's the thing. Like, yeah. You know, they, I think the editing tried to make it look good, but yeah. maybe maybe they were they were playing some games with us. It might have. I mean. The I don't think he presented. made it very far, to be honest. You don't think? No. I mean, I have no idea. It seemed like he gave it a good effort. And he kind of got washed and got carried in some kind of tide or whatever. Yeah. Which ended up being good because it kind of sucked him right to like some shelter yeah. or something that was there, like an old shelter. So, so now we're in minutia. Like, oh, we're definitely in it. <laughs> it just so, happened. I, well, so one thing about the show, there's no host of the show. They had a oh, yeah. brief sort of narration voiceover to kind of kick you off the minimal amount and then just starts with people walking out of water up onto beach. They don't show it. Like I was hoping there's going to be a scene of just them getting thrown off a boat into the water or like they were going to make it seem like they got dropped out of a plane. It's like, no, they're just, just walking up on the water and like nothing really explains what's going on except for their own kind of narration. And then they start sort of, you know, having them describe what's going on. There's definitely a couple of narration points in the episode, but primarily in the beginning, and it is kind of weird to like, yeah, we just put these guys in the middle of these islands, but don't show how they got there. Like, at least they could. I mean, they obviously were just kicked out of a boat at some point. Yeah. I don't know if each one had their own boat or if like well, they if were we, all on the same boat. If we believe that they don't know how many people there are, I think and I think like they haven't met each other before. So I think they all had to be in their own boat. Okay. Were they all dropped at the same time? Like, yeah, that we don't so know it's how a great the question. timing and stuff. Like, the production of this show is nuts. Visually stunning. It actually does <laughs> look pretty good. Like, I, I, I don't yeah. think it looks, like, for a reality show, top tier looks-wise. Oh, yeah. For a regular show, I think it looks pretty good. Yeah. Like, it's it's not, like, you know, Breaking Bad, like, stylistic. So I mean, it's just, like... There's definitely a bit of, like, there's a lot of, like, scenery shots and, like, close-ups of insects doing stuff. I think that's partly, like, it's partly for, like, the visual aspect. and But it probably feels like it's, like, some filler of, like, we don't have that much to... Sh- there's not that much going on. we got to show you something. Let's show you some nice scenery. Yeah, well, it's just, like, these 12 people 
just like hanging around all day. Yeah. You're like, you know, you know, at some point trying to find some food. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And so there's everything of like when they wash up on shore, there's these pre-made shelters. Like there's like I think there's probably twelve that are all sort of near where they come up on shore. And so you can you find something that's like it's not a full shelter, but it's a starting point thing, and you can kind of build on that. And so you can sort of build something for, to sort of work for yourself. Or you can be like Robbie and be like, I'm going to venture off and try to find someone else. There's this like, there's this thing, okay, which I call the bachelor effect. Ooh, Uh-oh. I'm ready. Which Wait is on. like the underlying theme the production is trying to push for this show. Mm-hmm. And it is. For this show is all about not being alone. Yes. Like, there's all the people in this episode, and I assume this is going to go through the whole show, is just like, how can they survive alone? How can they do it? Will they find other people? Will they survive alone? And you're like, we get it, dudes. Like, (laughs) we understand. Oh, man. So so I think one of the other things, things uh like off of that that remind me a lot of another show that we watched many moons ago on this pod uh was they they sort of teed this up as a social experiment oh yeah right and what would people do will they form you know some sort of community will they go at it alone (laughs) and i'm like oh man i'm just getting those utopia vibes like what are they what are they gonna do utopia (laughs) was the production of utopia was not good oh no the production on the show seems pretty good but i don't know yeah I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting, I got a lot get, of Utopia vibes though. I'm getting a lot of Bachelor vibes though. You're getting with Bachelor, the, interesting. With the, with the alone thing. I'm just yeah. like, and the well, fact that like, the sh- so like what they show Robbie and Mackenzie like kind of saying, I don't know how to do this alone. I need people. Yeah. And then they meet and they're like, oh, I'm so glad we met. Oh, and yeah. I mean, I guess I was going <laughs> to ask this later. We could ask it now. Do you think Mackenzie's coming back or not? Well, should so, so we tee up that she went off? I yeah, yeah, okay, I said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Teed it up. So, who? I like. I said this during the show. That I I don't think she's coming back. She's definitely coming back. She's definitely coming back. I don't know. I would man. love for her not to come back. I know, but I think she she's coming back. Yeah, you think this is sort of this like they're just kind of teeing up as some drama, but like it'll be nothing. The fact that they put it at the end of the yeah. episode. I think is a clear sign Definitely. that it's she's coming a, back. When she's I when cliffhanger. I knew it was the when the episode ended, I'm like, oh, well, she's going back. Yeah, immediately when it's when they teed it up, I'm like, oh, this would be amazing if she didn't come back. But it, it yeah, no, it is kind of an interesting thing to kind of get on about. Like, you know, is you know, Robbie's big guy, you know, would obviously you know in a normal situation be you know eat a lot of food. Like the you know having a second person to help you versus that's some a second person to kind of try to you know get things for and stuff like that it is an interesting kind of thing to think about like and weighing and like kenzie's definitely thinking about it and robbie's thinking about it but she's definitely coming back like like if mckenzie i think has you know she might be right to leave instead of staying with him but like they've got the i think she only makes sense to leave if she can improve her shelter situation and i don't think she can well, the shelter situation they're in right now is not optimal either. It's not optimal, but, but like they got a yeah. starting point. And, and I and feel like it's yeah. it can only get better if they're working together. 
and it's better than her original shelter. Oh yeah, which was like covered in ants and like had no roof or anything. I don't. Th- I think that was just a tree. I don't think she actually had like yeah. a starter shelter like this. Like then they were in like later. This one, yeah. But to get back to the alone thing, like I feel like based on the this season on, I think almost everybody meets up with people, and so I think it's. I don't think it sort of goes through the whole season. I think it probably becomes less of a focus as they're like in these smaller groups. Well, it seems weird because like. Early in the episode, they were all like, Mackenzie's trying to find somebody. Like, everything they're talking about is like, she doesn't want to do it alone. But then at the end of the episode, they show her backstory, which is kind of like, oh, I'm always kind of a loner. I don't really do well on pairs. She doesn't like relationships. So, like, they try to tee it up like she's going to leave. And so that's why she's not going to leave. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. But... You never know. Like, if I'm in that situation, I probably would, like, if I prepared for it, I might rather be alone than with people. Yeah. But that, a lot, some of the people they talked said that. Uh, Terry, the old woman, said that she wanted to be alone. That's right. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see, like, what some of these other people's outlooks and what they think is going to happen. Oh, yeah. I, I, I bet that the, the casting of this is is such that there are people in all of the spectrums, right? There yeah. are there are some that are extreme like loners, there are some extreme like social people that need that social I bet you like and, and they already kind of teed up like some have better backgrounds and are sort of trained for this. Some live off the land and off the grid in certain situations. Uh, and then others are like, you know, very normal, very traditional Robbie. like kind of lives. Like all kinds of stuff. But like Robbie, to be fair, like he knew how to fish and like he, he was doing some stuff. He was getting like things to make a shelter. Like he didn't seem that unprepared. Like I will give you that. Like yes, he definitely is addicted to food, self admittedly, and clearly has a, has a thing there that he knows he's gonna go over. But like I I guarantee you, like you fast forward to the end of the season and it's like Robbie has overcome this food addiction thing and like this time in the island is like changed his life. Hopefully. Hopefully, I mean, or, or he knows? quits next episode, or he quits next episode. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, that guy's definitely in a in a in a health situation. Like, he's do, at risk of. Do a heart we gotta talk about Robbie? We gotta talk back. about this. I was oh. as you were talking about it. I'm like, we gotta talk we about. Definitely this. do. Ro- so like Robbie, they have this one scene where he's just back make, in his home life. Back in his home life, where it's like dark out, and he's just making food. Pulls that food out of the the fridge, and he's like microwaving stuff. And he's like got some pancakes and some other stuff. He was like a eating. feast. He's he was snacking a- while the food was warming up in the microwave. Yeah, which I thought was was really like he was eating some ice cream while he was heating something up in the microwave. I think it was kind of like a pizza or something. Like I part don't of know what whatever it was he was eating like a feast. It and was they a showed feast. a clock, twelve forty five a.m. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Un like that is exactly how you get three hundred ninety pounds is eating like huge meals at like. Midnight in the middle of totally. the night. Yeah, it, it was it was a really interesting like uh, like from a, like a psychology perspective though it was really interesting to, like hear that because like, you can clearly see how this is a disorder and like he's like yeah like I know what happens is like it's the end of the day I put like all my daughters to bed everybody's in sleeping I'm like ready to wind down for the night and I like before I go to bed I gotta like make this whole meal and I just eat and I just keep eating and I'm just gonna keep eating and then he's like. I wake up in the morning and I feel guilty about it. And then I just repeat the whole day over again. Yeah. And like, you could very clearly see that like he knows he has a problem here. Yeah. Uh, but he just, he like, he can't stop it. it was, I, mean, I don't know. It was really interesting. I don't know. 
it's it's a problem. Like, yeah, he was making a little snack. I was like, oh, they're gonna show him like eating, and when they actually showed all the food he had, it was like, I I can't believe it. This is insane. Do you think that was set up? Like, maybe they're like, make it do a little extra for this one, just for the cameras and stuff. Which maybe was a good segue into the like the the lost flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so weird. I think it's pretty interesting that all these people that, you know, got stranded on this thing, like there were definitely cameras with them for a bunch of time in their like nor- quote unquote normal life before they like started so, like, the actual show. The Robbie ones seem realistic. Like, hey, were they were there for like a week. They interviewed the daughter and like like got him like eaten at midnight or whatever. But like Mackenzie though there's like a scene of Mackenzie and her ex-boyfriend breaking up. Well, he wasn't her ex-boyfriend at the start of the scene. <laughs> well, we don't know. Like, no, no. There was this in one of the other shots, um, in an earlier shot, they were writing a song or like making some kind of audio track. And yeah. it was her, what appeared to be the boyfriend, and then some other guy. And they were like writing lyrics and playing guitar and she was singing. And like, you know, it was like them in a like a triangle circle. And then, yeah, then there's this other shot. Yeah, and I'm just like... Did they reproduce that? Like how? Like there's, or did she? She said she was going on this show, and there was like an ultimatum, and like they broke up because of that. Like it's so crazy that like to get that filmed shot. Yeah, I don't think that was the actual breakup. Like I feel like they broke up at some point, and they're like, okay, well we've got to get some footage of something. So when you just come and like talk about it, get some coffee, and then like just talk. Was that actually her ex-boyfriend, or was that an actor doing a reenactment? Oh, <laughs> damn it. No. I mean, she looked like she was legit upset. Yeah. So hey, wanna, she an actor? You become a social media influencer. You got you to gotta have those acting chops. Oh, you think? She's definitely a future social media influencer. Oh, she's going for it. Damn it. She's got the perfect teeth. She's attractive. Definitely future social media influencer. For sure. Robbie... I don't know. Robbie, I don't think, is going for social media influencer. Dude. I think he's trying to improve his life. If Robbie loses like 200 pounds, he's definitely going to be some kind of social media, like the next Subway guy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he be. I'm just yeah, saying. I went on this show. I lost 200 pounds. <laughs> yeah. You can too. Yeah. No, you're right. Robbie is going. They're all going for social media influencer. What was I thinking? Uh, Did anyone think? Th- at one point, I definitely thought I heard the lost flashback noise during the show, but it was just like, it was just, it's so... Like already in, it's a Pavlovian response. It's like in my mind, I heard it, even though it wasn't in the show. I, I just played it on my it. phone. Yeah, like did you? No. Like, but this <laughs> thing, like I could, I like you could have said that, like that sounds in there. I would one hundred percent believe you, because like I think like my mind just inserts that sound. Yeah, I know like, for sure. They do like a cut, and you're like, boom, <laughs> right? And like, they're doing the things with like the the audio is turned to trail into the next one and stuff, and so it's just, and then like the and like the. Um, I think they do something with the ca- with the camera, so like the color tone is slightly different in the flash. Color tone is definitely different. So yeah, so you know, like it, it's, and then I, I feel like the sound is there. Even I really, <laughs> I like if you were to say that I think the sound's there, I'd be like, oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh my god, this thing is definitely heavily. Oh, heavily they're definitely trying so to get the lost influence is, for sure. Yeah. Is there going to be a smoke monster on this show? <laughs> Man, I hope so. That'd be great. Season finale, smoke monster shows up. They were they were kind of alluded with that one guy, uh, the, the the crab hunting guy, uh, who's some kind of fisherman, I think. His yeah, name he, was Richard. Richard, yes, Richard. Um, so they they kind of cut to him. He's like walking through the jungle, 
he seems pretty resourceful, like out the get go. He already set up traps and stuff. Like yeah. day two, like day, day one. one he I think set it was up day one. Yeah, like, he's, he's setting snares up. He grew up on a salmon hatchery. Yeah, there all you right, go. All right. can, can I get to? Other, I'm gonna go back. I still oh. have some oh, sorry, other minutia. We, we moved for on. Robbie we moved on. Here. I just wanted to finish the smoke thing because <laughs> I thought it was gonna right. be smoke no, we'll, out of those holes. We'll come back to. <laughs> How much loss they're going to be in this show? Okay, okay. <laughs> Wait, let's move I, on. I got some on. other some Robbie minutia I still need to go over. <laughs> like, so everyone has this bag, right? Oh yeah. And Robbie's like, "Oh, I want my bag. I want because there's food in there. <laughs> Obviously, that's why Robbie wants it." And Mackenzie finds the bag. Yeah. James, can you describe this bag? The the Robbie's bag. Yeah. Well, okay. So to be clear, I think you you might miss something here, which is. It was a suitcase originally. Oh, was it? She unpacked the suitcase. Where did she find the other bag? I think that bag was either near that shelter, that her first starting point, okay. or it I was thought in the it, I thought it was his bag. No, I thought it was in the suitcase. Yeah, sorry, oh, sorry, we missed. Yeah, that I knew that there. you were getting. Kinda, I missed yeah. the minutia on that. The, 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 there was a why we need shot the of uh, Kenzie unpacking like the suitcase, and she's like, "Oh, hey, like in the suitcase, I found this like journal, and I found like." A bunch of snacks. This is great. I've got all this stuff. I'm going to pack up a bag and carry it and head into the jungle and see if I can find somebody. Which is weird that she's like, I want to find somebody. And then later they kind of teed up like, I kind of want like We talked weird. about that. We did. No, no, no. I agree. I'm just like. Well, she's like carrying this weird, odd. like, it's pretty much like a beach bag yeah, on her shoulder. It is a beach bag. It's yeah, like exactly. very impractical. Yeah. Like there's no weight distribution. There's just like. I was really surprised there wasn't a shot of her pulling like a giant shirt out of the suitcase and holding it up in front of her. Because then we had that with a guy who found someone else's. I don't know if it was her bag or some a different woman's bag. And he's holding dresses up in front of him. And he does it like four times. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, how does this one look? <laughs> yeah. I was sure they were going to do that with Kenzie. And yeah. And didn't. So. Really well, didn't when Mackenzie left, she had the like legit bag. The like backpack bag. Yeah, yeah. So... Which, if there were clothes in that bag, in, in Robbie's suitcase, which I would assume because it's a suitcase, like, it would probably have some clothes. It seem, I'm just going to throw this out there. Like, you got some really big shirts and clothing. Like, you could use that stuff for things. Yeah. I mean, you could definitely use that as some sort of makeshift blanket, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> when you're... Like, she was saying she was freezing the one night. And let's like, you get some of those extra clothes out. Like, make a blanket. I mean, on a weird bags, like, all of these, like, airport bags... There's somebody walking around in the water, <laughs> trailing behind him this airport bag, and it looks hilarious. Angel or Angel. I don't know how, how he pronounces it. Mm. Yeah, I, he was not in this episode other than that one shot. Yeah, I don't know why he was drag. Why was he just walking in the water dragging this? I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> the, I was like, is that bag waterproof? Like, Definitely what the, like, what, what, like, you just no. get everything in there soaking wet. Oh, yeah. Everything's wet all the time in this show. But that guy had a crazy backstory. He was in the episode because we heard a little bit of his backstory. And there's like, so he and his, he is from Honduras. His mom and him are in California, but his dad and his brother are still in Honduras. And there's this crazy thing, which like his mom's like, man, your brother's shoes got stolen. And he's like, what? Oh, How yeah. did the shoes get stolen? She's like, yeah, when he got shot. It's like, I think you lead with that. You know, <laughs> when the shoes got That's stolen. definitely <laughs> weird producer thing yeah no the way it was just set up was just so bizarre it's like oh damn, she's got so wait what <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah it was also subtitled right because they were speaking they're speaking spanish spanish yeah. yeah 
Yeah, it's crazy. We we his, don't his even know shot. if he can speak English because someone found his journal and it was all in Spanish. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, inter- I'm trying to think now. That would I, be, I think, a, a yeah. wrinkle the producers would definitely do. That'd be kind of great. Like you guys, this one. You know what Honduras. it's like. It's like that show Lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it! <laughs> it's also like the Bachelor Winter Olympics. <laughs> it is like the Bachelor Winter Olympics. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't work out well for them in that in that scenario. No, it just like not. I don't know. You don't speak English. We're just I don't. Yuki made it farther than uh, some she, people. Okay, and then Chris Harrison made her quit. God damn it, <laughs> Chris Harrison. Yeah, uh, I guess. How much do you think Robbie's gonna weigh when he leaves the show? Well, part of this is how long is Robbie sticking around? Or yeah, is he quitting? yeah, definitely. He weighs three ninety right now. Well, it's day three. He's probably down to like three eighty-seven. I don't know. He's probably not eating a lot of this thing. He's gonna lose weight fast. I don't think he's eating a lot yet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, if you just aren't eating, like, I don't know how much you're gonna lose. Like, if you even before he's not able like, to function. Okay, so you watch if you have seen a season of Survivor, like what they look like at the beginning of the show, like just normal. The end of the show, they look like pretty, pretty gaunt. So like, yeah, lo- you're losing weight regardless. It's really like when they do Survivor and you see them at the end and they cut to the reunion and they just like they look super different because they're back to looking normal and just like the the cut from one to the other is just super jarring. Yeah, that I th- can't that can't be like very if he healthy. lasts a decent amount of time. I think he's definitely like sub three hundred, right? Yeah, I, I I I think I don't know. It depends on how long the show is. Like, how long do you think this show actually is going to be? I feel like it... Oh, I don't know. We, it's a social we, experiment. It could go forever. This is what we get into with how long <laughs> these things actually are. Like, I feel like the show should go on for months, but I bet it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, bet I bet you it's, it's a like a three-week, four-week production. Yeah, I, I bet a solid month, like 30 days. Because, like, days? that Naked and Afraid thing is, like, 30 days. And, like, people, like get real beat up by the end of those things. Like, they're losing all kind of weight. Like, they are down to, like, bones most of the time by the end of that thing. But they're also naked. These people aren't naked. That's true. Well, they Would can the show make, be better? They can also <laughs> make... <laughs> it's got to come up. This is, this is the time. Oh, I Chris. wrote it down. I wrote it down. Uh, <laughs> they can also make clothes on Naked and Afraid. Let's just throw it out there. Yeah, out of, like, you know, sticks and trees uh, and leaves. The yeah, episode we what? saw, I don't think they were clothes. <laughs> well... Move it on, move it on. Move it on. Uh, so it's so let's already. assume... <laughs> all right. I'm going to assume Robbie makes it 30 days. I think he weighs 250 at the end of the show. 250. I think that's a pretty reasonable like guess. Like, I don't really know like how much weight you can lose. Like, any, uh, I just don't know. I'm going to guess 290. Nice round 100. Drop, drop a hundy. Yeah. yeah I, I, feel like, I feel like sub 300, certainly. James, I need a bet. Oh man, we're taking like I'm, I'm on paper on this. I'm writing it um, down. I'm you gonna split it and say 275. All right. You're not taking the I bet he quits next episode 380. <laughs> I mean, the smart bet would probably be, but like I feel like he definitely seem doesn't seem he's, like he's gonna quit. Yeah, he does. Like his personality seems pretty good, and like his spirit seemed pretty good. I think McKen- if Mackenzie doesn't come back in a week, he'll quit. Hmm. If he doesn't find anyone in a week, he'll quit. He definitely needs to be with people. Yeah. Like, I, I I would think that I can totally see where, like, at some point in the show, there's probably, like, maybe two or three main groups unless they all find each other, which I doubt. 
think there's going to be a couple of outliers, like lone wolf types, that are going to like stay on their own. But I think it'll probably come down to like either one big group and then maybe one smaller group is probably my prediction. And I think he'll be in the big group because like he he seems like he's that like social glue. Like he's gonna he's gonna want to be up in there. And there's gonna be some drama about the food and the rationing. He needs more rations than others and all this probably stuff. But you know that's my prediction. I mean, on this point of Robbie right now, like I think part of his problem is not being like being able to be alone. So I think it's better for him if he's alone for a bit. But I don't doesn't seem like that's gonna happen. Maybe. I feel like I don't know if he needs to be alone. To even his daughter said he has a terrible mental health. Yeah, but that's tied to like if he can it might I think being with other people might help him with the dealing with the sort of withdrawal for lack of a better word from his addiction and i think he'll be able to cope better well i think that he eats for various reasons not just that he's addicted to it oh yeah that's true and assuming the way he's acting it seems like he doesn't want to be alone which means he doesn't you know he can't like he can't be so he and Mackenzie went to fish and Mackenzie caught a little fish and they went back then robbie went back to fish more and i i definitely thought they were going to show the shot of him eating the fish behind your back. <laughs> definitely. And that was a pretty he, small fish. I know. It would have just been like, the, it would have just like changed the whole arc of just like, oh my God, Robbie is like, this is like a serious problem. <laughs> He's like already like going behind the back of this person he just met on this deserted island. I, I was really hoping there'd just be a shot of him with like the fish half hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> it's like, oh, we were saving that. Because <laughs> there's a point where, where Kenzie says, I'm just, I'm only going to eat when I have to. And then the, the, they show a shot of Robbie be like, mm, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I hate that. That fish is hanging out my mouth right now. <laughs> That'd be great. They, yeah, he, nev- they never show it. he never caught a fish. So knowing how to fish, I don't know. I guess that's true. He seemed like he knew how to fish. He had gone fishing before. They showed him fishing with his son and his son catching a fish. Right. But they didn't show him catching a fish. It's true. Uh, I guess another minor minutia is like Robbie shows up on the beach, and like I feel like it's the first five minutes of the show. They find we find out that there was he finds it finds a bag and there's a journal in it, and he read the whole thing. Yeah, in the like day one, like first hour, he's just sitting there reading this guy's journal. Well, it seems like everybody was told you had to put a journal in your bag, and most people read the journal. Although Kenzie didn't read Robbie's journal. I don't know. I and mean, one guy burnt someone's journal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he was trying to make a fire. And he was trying to make nothing. a fire on his shelter. Was that we, Sawyer? No. I don't think that was Sawyer. That might have been Richard, the crap no. guy. No, no. no. This, 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 this is, is the dude that guy. was trying to make the other big minutia. Is the dude was trying to make a fire on this wooden like fishing outpost in the middle of the water using someone's journal. It was the only thing that was dry. He said he felt bad about it, though. <laughs> At least he felt bad about it. I think he read the pages and then burned them. Think so? <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, like I got to get this person's well, story before I burn their journal. <laughs> on the producer's theme of not alone, these journals definitely make it harder to be alone when you just got intimately familiar with somebody else's life. Yeah, that's true. They must have made everyone write a journal for this, right? They must have. The fact that every bag has a journal right like they had to been told to write it right. like yeah. like uh, like odds in this day and age like i can't imagine 12 or 12 people 
and or I like think, writing journals. I think they made them write a journal, and I think they made them read a voiceover for their journal because it cut from someone reading a journal aloud to a voiceover of the person narrating. The These journal. are also handwritten journals, so like twelve out of twelve people written journals, yeah. handwritten journals. You scour in lots of places for that. Do yeah. people do people write typed journals? Why would thing? you? Obviously, people would type them. That's so you called obviously Facebook. Yeah, I mean, there's like blogging, like all this other bullshit. I think that's what a type is. That what it is like, like nowadays? Yeah. Like, I feel that's not, like that's not a private people journal. would type journals because they can type way faster than they can write. No, like I'm legitimately asking. Like, I, I'm I am personally not a journal writer, but I would like to imagine that like part of the appeal of the journal is like you kind of disconnect, you kind of like sit there and you're like writing your thoughts down, and it feels to me like I would assume that you wouldn't want to necessarily be like on a laptop and keyboard and like have all these distractions getting in the way of you like expressing your thoughts. But I don't That's know. That's a I'm good not point. Sure. My counterpoint is just I'm sure some people are in, you it know, just, there's yeah. too many like peop- there's people who are just like they have their phone and they'll like have this thing where they like make notes themselves about their thing. And that's their journal. Interesting. I'm sure some people do that. But okay. Your way sounds like it's a more effective <laughs> journal technique. As I, someone I, else, your yeah. sounds more journal. like a mental health, like kind yeah. of like like a therapeutic kind therapeutic of therapeutic way to do it. Yeah, and I don't think that's the, that's the optimal, maybe, but not necessarily like the only way to do it. Right. I mean, when I've dabbled with it in the past, I would just type them because oh, okay, I can type way faster than and like I feel way more comfortable typing than writing. Interesting. So it was just like the form that you were used to, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I'm just. You start typing. And, and then I guess you kind of look at like, you know, the age we're in now where everyone just writes every single thought or every, you know, every single like time they pass gas and just like, all right, got to post that on the Insta. <laughs> uh, I was really hoping they were going to cut back to that guy who was trying to create the fire and his whole shelter was just ablaze. Oh. Well, they so like they I, they show him cutting the journal and then like trying to make a fire but failing. Yeah. Did they actually ever show him succeeding? No. Definitely which is not. why I was waiting for it to cut back to the thing just on fire. <laughs> that would be. But been maybe amazing. he just never made a fire. Which I don't think he ever likely. made one. Yeah. Uh, so like these journals that come up, they have this weird, some sort of font they're using. I like it. Yeah, they put it on the screen. They put it on the screen with like a little like you caption. Like this? I like oh, the font. Oh no. <laughs> I hated that. Well, I mean, I could see why you'd hate it, but I liked it. I well, don't know. To be clear, I didn't hate so much the times that they would write out on the screen the journal parts, but it would be when somebody says something, and while they're saying it, they like <laughs> write it out on the screen like it's some sort of freaking like quote from like ancient times. Like, yeah, this is so like important. A you have to write philosophical this down. A philosophy yeah. quote, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, to be alone is to you know whatever, and it's like, oh, we got to write this down so like it really sinks in. I just I, that was the one thing that I'm like, man, I didn't I didn't care for that. So I, yeah, I yeah, just it was definitely weird it. when they did that. Yeah, I just kind of started ignoring it, and then it was way well, better. There's a difference between me liking the font and me liking what they did with the f- <laughs> the writing. I'll give you that. It was a good looking font. I'll give yeah. you that. Uh, like, so if we want, do we have any other minutia for these people? Do we got to get into the lost names thing? All right. Before we get into that. <laughs> okay. The production of the show. Yes. With the cameramen. Do you think the cameramen are like getting producer lines and like asking the people questions or just like they're mute and they're like not supposed to interact with these people at all? Oh, that's a good question. Like, yeah. and is it the same cameraman? Like, 
twenty four seven? Are there people like coming in and out? There's like, got to be people coming in and out. So like. They just coming in motorboats. Like, how are they like coming in and out? Like, oh, there's a lot it, of like Chris. production of this show that's like, you got <sighs> not really shown at all. I I think people. I maybe the boats like they're like you know the cameraman walks off kind of into the jungle, so it's not like right in front of the people. But like, yeah, they must be coming in and out on boats, and there must be different cameramen because it's too much time for one cameraman to be doing that. And I think they might even have multiple cameramen working at the same time, like get different shots and stuff. They'd have to. But, but yeah, so is there they, a producer they, with them behind the camera? I wonder. Because, yeah, they're not definitely like, they're not doing like testimonials. There definitely seems like there's testimonial like content, though. Exactly. They're so, not framing it like that. But like, they're doing these voiceover thoughts of what's going on and like inner monologues. And there must be talking to the camera to do that at some point. And then it must. I assume that that is coming out of you know being prompted somehow. So they guess they're talking to them. So they're not that they're not that alone. Yeah. <laughs> so how does it like if you're cameraman for Survivor, you you're just mute the whole time, right? Like you're not actually talking to them. Probably would not. that. Whereas like this show's a little different because like you're they're not like they're all alone and they're all trying to like get content out of people. But the camera like, could talk to you in Survivor. He'd be like, "Oh, can you can you turn that so I can see that better?" And yeah. You right, think so? I don't know. That. I don't really know how this production details work. We got to get you on a reality show. We got to get uh, yes. you. Got to be our insider. It's, oh yeah, I agree. But I got to sign NDAs. I won't be able to talk about it. Damn it! You oh, tell us at least on, on the on the back channel though. You're enough of a reality podcast celebrity that they'll like. You'd be like, "I got to have an out the NDA that I'm going to discuss it for marketing purposes on this podcast." Sure. Yeah. 100%. Definitely going to let me do that. The the thing is, these questions that you're asking really kind of like makes you think or question is this show actually happening or is it all staged? And it's really easy to kind of like get caught up in the like, oh wow, like production's great. The show's kind of interesting. It's got a lot of these lost elements, which I all like. But then like when you ask these kind of things, it's like it brings me back to these like other shows like Siberia and whatnot where like, in the end, was it all just like faked all to hell, right? Like, and it's all just set up. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm not there yet. But when I think that we we ask these types of questions, it starts to like, yeah, I don't know. Like, how many cameramen are there? How are they doing this thing? And they definitely show these shots where there's nobody else around. But yet, how are they getting those shots? There's no handheld cam quarters or anything like that. There's also not like, it didn't even seem like they, these guys had mics on them. And yeah. like a lot of these kind of shows, they'll have like the mic necklaces or something. Yeah, and like true, they don't even have those. Yeah, so like now I'm like fuck. Now they I'm have starting like to a question. whole crew there. They gotta have the boom there must mics. Must be a boom, boom and everything. Mic. Yeah, maybe there's mics in those shelters. That's why they gotta they gotta get them to go to those there shelters. Might be, but you know what I mean. Like we yeah. start to peel it back. I'm like, well, shit. Now I don't know, and it starts to feel like maybe it's not as oh, that's interesting. Reality is it maybe puts out that it is. I I think that they're legit there. You think? But I think that the like how alone they are and how much producer influence that you don't. I think there's way more producer influence than them, they're trying to make it seem. Like it's yeah. not like the challenge or like any Survivor. other survive. It's not like Big Brother. It's not like all these shows where like, you know the producers like hounding them in those interview booths or whatever. Yeah. I think there's produce. There's like two cameras and a producer with all these people. Like my 
my thing about why I don't think like it's obviously somewhat produced, but like why I don't think it's like totally staged is I think more would happen. Mm. Like yeah. I feel like not enough happened for it to be like, oh, people are like pulling the strings on it this way. Like it feels too like like I think I got something about the show is it's like I'm not sure enough is happening to sustain my interest in the show. Uh yeah. Uh so on that like so we saw like a, around like three or four people's backstory in this episode. Yeah. Like intro backstories. How many episodes is this season? I'm going to say 10. You think it's 10? I think it's 10. I think 12 would be a nice round number if they're going to do like four. What I'm curious about is like how much time did they spend filming backstories before they did this? And how much time do they film backstories after? After they did this. <laughs> it had to be like a week of person, There's right? There's definitely afterwards, for sure. Yeah, was was Kenzie's breakup pre or post going on this trip? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it depends if they're... Tr- like, can ABC turn the... Are they trying to turn this into another Bachelor, Bachelorette empire? Or is this just kind of like a cheap thing that they're making? It doesn't look very cheap. It doesn't, it doesn't look cheap. cheap. Like, I don't know how you get these islands just, like, empty where, like, no one ever shows up. Like, that, that's that got to be... I don't think this is a cheap show. This does. This looks like they spend some... They spend a little money on this show. Yeah, I just... It's weird. Is it kind of... It's kind of weird they're kind of dumping it in summer then. Like, if they're... They spend Maybe so they know it's bad. <laughs> Maybe they know it's bad. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you make some things and they're not good. That's I mean, true. I, we'll get to it. I don't think the show is bad. I just, it's just, you know, I, I do think that it, I don't think it could sustain for the money they spent on it. Right, right. That makes sense. Is, I think money to, you know, how good it is, is the, the equation's not there. The equation's not good oh. for them. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely where, like, I feel like Harrison would bring, bring some good numbers to play here or have a good feel for it. But, like, is the show really that expensive? Like, I agree that it looks visually good. But we do know that like a lot of this equipment has gotten a lot more affordable. You can get these kinds of shots with like on a reasonable budget. Uh, we don't know how many producers. There's no host. You have 12 unknown people. And so like yes, you had to cast well, them all I mean, that. It, it's and you're in Indonesia, which like I assume that like these islands are just sitting there. Like there's a lot of them. I will so I don't know. When we talk about reality show like looking good, usually that means that they they didn't get bottom of the barrel cameramen. Right. So they like spent a lot of money on that. Imagine there's 12 people here, there's at least 12 cameramen that like actually think. are getting good shots unless it's staged. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't Whatever. know. Whatever. But either way. And yeah. then you've got 12 people's backstories you're going to go film. That's way you're talking way more money than just like a regular reality show. Oh, like you big brother, yeah. get that house. Right. You got like four cameramen, good to go. Here you're multiplying that by a lot. So like in terms of reality yeah. show budgets, this is not cheap. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I mean, you are on location. Like you got to like feed and house these cameramen, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the, I, I, I guess piling on top of that too, like the editing is done pretty well. So like it yeah, definitely wasn't a lot just thrown the editors, together. That costs money. Right. So much footage that they've got to edit down. Like... It's definitely it's staged, not cheap. But yeah. It's not st- I don't think it's staged. It doesn't seem like it, but it's, you know, we never we never really know. <laughs> you never really Yeah, I don't know. know. I, yeah, so I guess, I guess we're kind of landing out of that like 
it feels like it's more expensive than most, but I don't know that it's let's say like a crazy expensive show to make. No, it's it's not like lost level of budget on this show. For sure. Right, it's not like Bachelor like expense. Yeah, what about BIP? <laughs> Could be BIP's probably cheaper. BIP's definitely cheaper than regular Bachelor. No, What's, I just meant cheaper than this show. Oh, cheaper than this show. Yeah. What's like Chris Harrison's fees like though? Yeah, so you got to pay that Chris Harrison. Money. He's a producer now, so do you get paid more as a producer or less? As a yeah, producer? no, you you get you get to be a producer because there's other revenue streams you get to be a part of at that point. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I have a question for you, James. Oh shit! How many people are gonna bang on this show? Oh fuck! I have no idea. Because like, there's so many things that have to come together for that to happen. I bet there's at least one though. If right. if the show is like, let's assume for a moment that it's about a month that like these people go, um, and that there's some sort of group that comes together at some point, which seems like from the next time on, it's it's more likely than not that there is a group that comes together. Um, there's there's a good mix of younger people. I I could see like maybe maybe one one uh one hookup happening. One hookup, Rob. What, what do you got for me? I, I'm going zero. I think you know they're out there. There's no no showers. Bathroom situation is probably not great, and I, I think it's just not, not a conducive environment. Oh, it's definitely not conducive. I'm gonna go with James on this one. I think there's gonna be a hookup. I don't know if they're gonna show the hookup, so we could never know. We'll never know. Because I I do think the show probably doesn't want to show you people hooking up, but it might happen. The show's on ABC. This is not an MTV show, Chris. But ABC has <laughs> The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. But so they're not like, hooking up on The Bachelor. And they have Survivor, which also people are hooking up in those shows. They show that? They don't show them having... Like, but, like, they imply but you have them. enough that like, you know that they do. They did. imply that they have, like, the coitus has happened. Okay. So, I mean, like, we might get the implication then. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I guess our quintessential, would this show be better if everyone was naked? Then it's is it just naked and afraid with flashbacks at that point? I think so. <laughs> I think What's the, the prize? What are the stakes for naked and afraid? Are there stakes for that? Show? I think you win money at the end. You win money. But these yeah. people don't win money, or do they? They didn't say. They didn't say. I'm sure they get money per episode they're on. Oh, that makes sense. That's the, how it works. The, the other thing with naked and afraid is they give you a survival assessment, and so like part of the the thing, the challenge of it is they assess you before and after you're on the show. And so, like, I think if you're going on that show, it's A, to prove yourself you can do it, B, to see what kind of score you can get uh, as a survivalist, right? So it's kind of like that that personal triumph kind of thing. Yeah, the episode we watched, I don't remember them really talking about that. The, <laughs> people, didn't, the, the people didn't do very well in that episode. Yeah, if they don't make it, then maybe they don't focus on it as much. Yeah. Uh, any other minutiae anyone gets to about this? I know Rob has a question. That I think we probably need to get to. We can get back to James's uh, smoke monster. Oh, the smoke monster. <laughs> so in lieu of the, uh, you know, will there be a smoke monster uh, on this? Uh, there was definitely a moment that was Lost-esque where this one dude, Richard, I think we said, yeah. doesn't matter, uh, is setting up some snares because he finds these holes in the mm. jungle, in the, in the jungle floor. And he's trying to figure out like, okay, there's clearly something in there. He thinks it's rats or something like that. He's like, I got to figure this out. Maybe it'll be a food source. Maybe it's whatever. I got to figure it out. All these holes everywhere. Like pretty good size holes. Like size of your foot, 
and then goes down for however deep. And so he sets these snares, it, it catches some stuff, and uh, he basically finds that it, it's it's caught, and he's trying to like pull this thing out. And for like a, a few moments, like, oh man, if it's a smoke monster that comes out of this hole, it's gonna be very exciting. <laughs> That didn't happen. In it what was, world is a smoke monster coming out of that hole? In the world of Lost, Chris. Come on. <laughs> that smoke monster was way bigger than that hole. The smoke monster it, fits in a hole. It's, in a Lost. it's smoke. It can change size. Yeah. <laughs> so what did come out of the hole? So he's pulling on this thing for like a while. Uh, it turns out it's some sort of crab. And in pulling on it, the crab was put in a fight. He basically rips the arm off one <laughs> off the crab and he yeah. only gets the claw. And like it's a it's a big size claw. Oh yeah, it's you know I mean bigger than my hand. You definitely don't want to be putting your fingers down there. Oh You're no, losing definitely a not. If your, definitely, fing- if your fingers are going down there, they're staying down there. <laughs> they're getting chomped off. Uh, so yeah, so no smoke monster, but we do know there are some crabs, which I bet that guy's gonna try to catch later and eat. So what if the show, in getting into you know into more Siberia territory. <laughs> What if they actually started turning it into Lost? Oh, like man. they find a hatch, and then they <laughs> like they start actually having actors who are like the others on the island, and then like the, they actually get the guy who plays Desmond to pop up. He's like, well, "We gotta press the button, brother." Oh, <laughs> well, season Dude, two, something the there. end of season one, they have to find the hatch. Yeah, end of season two is when they find the others. <laughs> I think you're onto something with his others and everything, though. Like, I think there's. <laughs> Like they I, find think you're, I think you're on radio broadcasts and all kinds of stuff, and just like it's just lost, and that's just they just do it again. And then you know, poor Robbie is like, "What's going on in this show?" <laughs> when <laughs> these guys to, just don't know. When yeah. they have to start bringing time travel, it's probably going to get tougher. But you know, <laughs> all right. So Robbie slash Hurley, as we're going to get to, Hurley makes it all the way through. So like, Herbie d- Hurley does make it all the way through. Good sign for Robbie. He he does get indoctrinated in that cult though, mm, that's true. the island cult. So. So he Robbie's doesn't, he doesn't make it out of the, the island cult. Is Sawyer Sawyer? Uh, I don't even fucking know who Sawyer is in this show. I think we let Sawyer be Sawyer. He was just in there for a second and off. Um, but yeah, that was it. I, I did have a question, though, which would, could you make this intro better if <laughs> they're all on a plane and they have to skydive out of the plane and it's just like, okay, you get to choose when you go. You got like a like a two-minute window. Everyone's <laughs> going to go like 15 seconds apart. Who wants to go first? And it's just shooting them out of the plane. And then you have to skydive Some and like sort parachute of in. PUBG, Fortnite situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of Mission Impossible. Yeah. I would love to see a reality show take the PUBG, Fortnite formula. Just like, all right, guys, we're dropping you on this plane. You got to find some sort of treasure map. You can, like, find the treasure before anyone else. Yep. Ooh. That'd be kind of fun. I like it. Uh, So, all right. Angel. I don't know who the hell that is. The Honduras guy. Yeah, the Honduras guy. W- what is he in Lost? He's Daniel Day Kim. What's his character's name? Uh, He's Daniel Day Kim. That's all you need to know. Okay. It's been right. so long since I've watched Lost, I can't. Unless it's like Kate, there was or like, like son and was that the husband? The husband. It's like son and Kim or something. I, I'm 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 DBing right now. All right, Terry, the old the older woman. lady, Jin. His name was Jin. Jin. Not Terry's not Jin. I'm, I'm gonna be bad at this game. I don't remember. There was definitely an things. old woman, wasn't there? Was there? Oh, and then she, yeah, the old woman with her was looking for her husband. 
Yeah, whatever her name was. Yeah, I think that's a good fit. I don't remember what her name is, but yeah, her. I mean, there's Eric Brown. So Eric Brown is former military with like some possibly some PTSD things. Does that make him Saeed? Sure. Okay. Uh, then there's Sawyer, which uh, Sawyer which Sawyer. Is Sawyer. Tim Burke. Who <laughs> was Tim? The guy in the fishing hut. Age fifty. Sure. No. Retired U.S. Army Green Beret. They didn't show him. Oh, this is... I don't know. Who is that? I don't know who the hell that is. All right, we don't know because we didn't see him in the show. Robbie is Hurley. Yeah. Roshana. I don't think they we know anything about Roshana. showed Roshana. Like, they showed... I was like... They showed a shot of Roshana and, like, wrote her name out. And I was like, who the... What? <laughs> Just such a weird... Definitely weird name. Yeah. Uh, Matt Jaskell. I don't think we saw much of him. A motorsport athlete from the age of five. Didn't see him. Chriselle. I don't remember anyone talking about Chriselle. Chriselle's the one from Hawaii. Oh. Who lives off the grid and wants to get away from her off the grid family and surfs. Is she an other? Maybe. I don't know. Who Is Is she Charlie? Is she addicted to drugs? Her, that, that's <laughs> is my. Is that Robbie? That's. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> Robbie's addicted to something. John Locke. I want to know who John Locke is. It could be Locke. Like she might be the closest, right? Because she's gonna be like, oh, I know how to like take care of these things and like get stuff done. Well, yeah, Locke's pretty handy. Maybe Locke's the fisherman guy, the crab fisherman, because mm. Locke could catch the boars. Mm. Well, that's, that's a good fair. call. It's a good call. I like that. Uh, who's Kate? Is she Kate? Maybe she's Kate, just because we don't have a good Kate. Uh, then we got Richard, which is the hunter, which we just which said we was just Locke. said was Locke. Then we have Kenzie. Kenzie, who's Kenzie? It's the girl we've been talking Against about the whole time. No, wait, but Chris who? has been calling Mackenzie. <laughs> Mackenzie. <laughs> Somebody said Kenzie. it was Mackenzie. So I, I said like, it was Kenzie. But it's fine. It's Kenzie, but right. I, I thought it would, Chris was doing a bit. It's definitely a bit because I don't remember anyone's name. <laughs> Uh, is that the the main character? Kenzie's the one hanging out with Robbie. Oh, we said I think she's the main character. What's the guy's name? She's Jack. Yeah. No, she's Libby because Libby gets in a relationship with Hurley, right? Yeah, she's getting in a relationship with Hurley. Yeah, so she's Libby. Mm. And then there's Tracy. No clue. Was Tracy the old lady, right? No, that no. was Terry. Oh, that was Terry. She's a self-described supermom. Supermom. I don't think briefly we've... went over her backstory where she was like. I take care of four generations or something. I'm totally That's the only thing on I this. know about her. <laughs> uh, so who knows? Maybe you have to watch more <laughs> to figure it out. Definitely seems that way. All right. Any other minutiae you, you, you want to bring up? I'm trying I mean, to think. Like, I, like I'm, I'm, I think Rob's onto something where like there's not that much that really happened. It is like, an intro. There's a lot of setup. It's an intro episode, so yeah. like it's tough to like say because they have to go through so much setup in the beginning that's just like nothing happens i I do feel like they did i like that they didn't just kind of go one by one through everybody they they kind of did it in this way where like they teed up the main guy uh shit i forgot his name robbie hurley damn it (laughs) hurley uh like you know they kind of started there but then like the episode kind of revolved around which i i kind of liked it was a more approachable way because i'm like man there's a lot of people in the show but then, as you're watching, you're like, okay, I don't need to concern myself with like everything, like all the details. Like, we'll get to it. 
And like, I think that that was a good way to kind of go about it compared to like the bachelorette or bachelor, which on the first night is like, here's 30 people. And you're like, Jesus, who the hell was person number three? Like, I got no idea. Um, and so at least this one, there's like, you know, four or five or maybe six people that you kind of really remember. Yeah. And I think as you go in time, like it'll just, it'll, it's a good formula, I think good approach to it but it's hard to have a fantasy league when you don't introduce everyone right away <laughs> that's true sure yeah uh yeah i mean I, I agree with you james i think that you know as we'll get into i i that's one of the things that i liked mm. yeah I, I yeah it just yeah it just made it very approachable i thought uh, i'm trying to think of any other minutiae i don't think there's anything that like really comes to mind i think some of the things that i'm excited for in the like next time and stuff is like it looks like either people find some sort of boats or build boats or better housing and like just some of the dynamics that are going to kind of go there like they kind of like allude to this like kind of goes back to this whole social experiment thing where it's not just about them surviving it's also about like can they like make something for themselves um which i'm, I'm gonna say based on the quality of those boats they definitely found those boats yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't think they were making those boats do you think that the production of this can just is like set at 30 days or like they can extend it or they have like, we yeah. think it's going to be 30 days, but we have it booked out for like two months. Do, do you think that it's that, that it's happening and like they're waiting to see how the ratings are and they'll keep it going or it's just like, no, no it's in the can. Zero, zero percent chance. Okay. So it's not like they're flipping the switch either way. It's like they've, they've got what they've got. Yeah. And they're going to show it. Yeah, the question would be, do they have a plan of how many days they're going to go? Or they're like, based on what's happening on the ground, or is it more of a fluid kind of thing? I feel there's got to be some flexibility in it, but you got to have an idea of like within a week of how long you're going to be doing this. It's very weird. I wonder if something happened that made them like say, like, oh, well, it's not going to be 30 days. It's just going to be like... No, I think know. that ad, like I think if you're... Right. You're teeing it up as these people. We're going to see how long these people can go, and you ju- you want to leave that ambiguity, well, even then, if you know how long it's going. Then be. they should go to everyone and quits. It should still be on, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> budgets and stuff don't right. let you kind of do that. Like, I mean, that's I, I how you tee right. it up. They, that's they what probably I had like an like they they know roughly how long they want to go, but they didn't want to like they they wanted these people to not know how long it was going to go. Because like Nick and Afraid, you're like okay, thirty days, boom, I know I got to make it. It's it's day twenty nine. I got one day to go, right? So you start making decisions based off of like a T minus. And in this world, like these people have no idea. Yeah, I so mean like, that's fine for them, but for us, it doesn't matter. I think it's just like they want to get you like kind of like in the in the world. Like I don't know how long are these people gonna go, right? Who knows? All right, know. James. Oh the, well, shit! Is it time? It's time. You want to give it to me? You know, you know what it is. <laughs> I mean, you asked so nicely. Uh, <laughs> Give me the rating. I need it. Here's the rating. Um, oh, damn it. I'm going to throw it in the top. Um, I'm a little cross of how, like, where in the top it falls. Because there's a couple of things that I don't like, which is, A, that, like, making everything that these 12 people say feel like it's uber important in, like, this incredibly philosophical thing and typing on screen, like, don't like that. But it's very minor overall, and, and it's livable. Um, and can't remember the other thing. Doesn't matter. A lot of stuff it does really well. Production's great. Super watchable. Um, I like that I get reminiscence of all these other shows. Like it feels like I'm kind of like oh, like Lost is like I got some elements of that. I got some of the elements of Utopia. I got some of the elements of Naked and Afraid. Got some Survivor. Like it's all kind of this melting pot of shit coming together. 
which I kind of <laughs> like. Um, I'll definitely watch another episode to see kind of where it goes. So I'm gonna throw it in the top. I'm gonna I'm gonna say like a like a like a two, I guess. I'll, I'll go with two. Top. Middle of the top. <laughs> Man, I have to laugh when you bring up Utopia. Our <laughs> audience. No idea what you're talking about. What do you mean? We got longtime listeners, man. S1E1. S1E1. Lasted for like it's on six now. episodes. <laughs> like it's one of the shortest run reality shows we've ever done. But it's, Dude, a, it's a deep cut for who, for who put this on. Like who put this like, on. Go who back the to jury. the jury. Who the jury lasted two episodes. We're always bringing up you. The <laughs> you the jury. Yeah, is, we're not always bringing that up. I'm but like, always bringing we up. We bring you the jury. Uh, we bring up you. James brings up Utopia a lot. <laughs> like it was a really interesting like show. every other episode there's <laughs> Not every other no way ev- just definitely utopia reference there's, I put drink it on the finish your drink <laughs> anytime take a drink anytime james mentions oh, utopia that should totally be a who put this on uh, oh drinking we should bowl. go up the hoopas on drinking game and that definitely needs to be in the hoopas <laughs> on drinking game <laughs> Anytime we deep cut to Utopia, not we, no, we James. James. <laughs> no oh, one else is deep cutting to Utopia, dude. I, no I one. can't. Like, when's the last time I brought up Utopia? I really can't. I really can't believe right, it. Right, this episode. This you episode. Brought you think lot. you've brought up Utopia in season three of Who Put This On? Probably. Yeah. So it's not that at long. least once. Yeah. This is probably second time. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> It'd be a fun drinking game. I, I'd encourage. <laughs> I'm I'm pro this drinking game rule. All right, Rob. <laughs> What's your <laughs> ranking? I think I'm gonna throw this one in the middle because like there are definitely some things that are kind of interesting, but it's also like it was kind of boring and like not a ton happening. And like you know, James wants to get another episode. Like I'm kind of not sure I want to watch another episode because I'm like, and like funny thing is like that's actually something in early seasons of Lost that I also found like some episodes like nothing's happening on this show, and <laughs> but like you know you made it, oh you know it reminds you of Lost you know like I kind of even want to go watch some Lost <laughs> instead of watching the show. But it's definitely not bad. Like it's definitely got some good things, and like it's you know once another one, we're on a run of documentary style shows, and like this one, like you know with the the way they do things, it's I definitely like the setup. There's not as much like reality um, editing and things like that, so that's pretty cool. So definitely a lot of good things about it. Too. Uh, I'm once again conflicted between middle and top tier. The last three weeks in a row have just been like I've eventually put them in the top tier. And I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I agree with Rob on this one, where it's really slow. Not, nothing really happened. I think the but question I'm is... compelled by the flashbacks. I love the flashback format in almost anything that has it. <laughs> like, I watched Once Upon a Time. Like, that show kind of sucked, but I like the flashbacks. Like, it just, like, adds so much character to a story that I really enjoy. But nothing happened. <laughs> I think the key to this show is, is every episode like this, or is this like laying some groundwork and it's going to start picking up? Uh, I think that's the key of, is this going to be a good show? I'm going to put it in the bottom of the top again. Bottom of the top. A lot of things in the bottom of the top right now. (laughs) Uh, But I could definitely put, like, this is another show where I'd put it on, on the side and kind of watch and kind of not watch. I, I can give you that. Like, this isn't a show that you need to pay super close, like, attentive detail to. Like, no. you can you can definitely come in and out. Like, you you can certainly enjoy it if you watch it in its entirety. But you like you can definitely step out for like five ten minutes, come back, and like you're like, oh okay, like what happened? Oh, there's going to do this one thing. Okay, you're just like listening to it. Like you gather what happened. 
Like, there's not like yeah. nothing like super intense happening. I mean, this, if this episode is to like, you know, bear what the rest of the season is going to be about, which it seems so. But I also kind of like, oh, I haven't seen Lost in a long time. Like, <laughs> I kind of want to watch Lost. Is Lost available to stream anywhere? Is that on Hulu? Ooh. I think it is. I haven't checked in a while. It used to be on Netflix, but I yeah. think it left Netflix. Uh, that right, would there you be go. Hulu, if, if anything, but I don't know. There you go, crew. Um, could, could you do without all the insect shots? I didn't bother me. Didn't bother you? No. I feel like it was like kind of like just filling the gap. Like it felt like it could have been stock footage. It could have been their footage. I don't know. It's uh, just like just you kind of end up in these situations. I think it sometimes. added to the ambiance of the episode. So I'm not like, not like, oh, it was terrible or oh, it was great. Yeah. It's just like, eh, it was there. Yeah, it's just kind of a probe question. I'm just curious. A- according to the Just Watch app, Lost is on Hulu. All right. So there you go. Uh, so are you you caught up on the challenge, James? I am not. I I have some homework. I need to watch this week's, last week's, and this week's Floribama Shore. Oh, so and far this week of the challenge. I am. I've been off. The this weird thing happened with Comcast DVR where it says that somebody has checked out the DVR episode on a mobile device, and you have to go to the mobile device and check it back in. But I can't imagine how that happened or who did it. So now I have to go watch it from like another streaming source with a bunch of commercials. You can watch it on the worst. on demand, I think. Yeah, with on a bunch of commercials. Yeah, yeah. With I a know. bunch of commercials. Also, you can't fast forward, and so it was already ten minutes in. But now I have to rewatch the same. You can 10 usually minutes. you could still fast forward. It's just going to show you the commercials. It won't let me fast forward. Oh, maybe on your app. Like on the web, you can fast forward, uh, but it'll show you all the commercials. On demand, if you're doing it through the like the, the box, the box it just disables fast forward. Oh, uh, the worst thing happens on the web though, where like if you DVR it, and then for what sometimes you try to play it, and it's just like unavailable to play. But guess what? You can watch it on demand. Yeah, that's, and then that's essentially what happened. And here. then it's like, oh well, the on demand has fuck ton of commercials, and you're like, well, that's not the same. This, yeah. That's not great. What do you mean that's great? It's, it's really hard to watch an MTV show with commercials because they're so frequent. And then with all of the recapping constantly, it's like I never get to see any progress because I'm just watching like what just happened, what's about to happen. And then they do this like crazy spoilers right before the commercial cuts where they like show you about like what's about to happen. And so then I'm just like, oh, it's just the worst. Because I usually just skip past all that crap. And, yeah, uh, this is when I just watch it on the side where I'm like half watching it. I don't really care it, if there's commercials or not. Whew. Yeah, but the last uh, the last thing I was was watching. So the cliffhanger at the end of the last episode was uh, shit. I can't remember the guy's name. Basically, dude is getting arrested for punching a guy at a bar. Ooh. So it was a good good drinking Florida night in Florida. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, a, I'm like I've seen two episodes this season. I'm behind. Uh, I did watch. Fight, I did watch the next episode of Churchill's Secret Agents, though. Oh, thumbs up! Uh, it's very similar to the first episode. Uh, to be honest, I, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm. I'm there's some. There's some pretty funny shots of these like women, or these not just the women, the men too, of like attempting to do like these like 
super aggressive, like kind of Krav Maga move type moves on people, <laughs> on like not on people, but on like dummies, oh, like nice. elbows to like the head and like stuff, and like it's it looks funny for people to be doing stuff like that. Like, a it's super unrealistic. <laughs> oh yeah, these people are definitely not gonna move while you're trying to fucking hit them with your elbow. Like you run it, they're like running at these things, like who, like elbowing <laughs> people, and it's just like, oh yeah, that, that's good training, definitely gonna work. Is there a lot more surprising them with uh, fake gunfire? No. Oh no. Uh, again, I was kind of half watching, so maybe. Oh okay. Uh, one so somewhat spoiler. Ooh. One person leaves the next episode. Only one person in the next. Only episode. one one oh, person. Man. Do you want to guess who it is, or do you not want to be spoiled? Um, I I don't want to be spoiled. I also don't know who to guess. It's just, so it's someone I would be able to guess. It was a surprising person. So it was a surprising person, not Alistair Stanley, was it? Who is Alistair Stanley? No. <laughs> I guess not. No, I know. The, I do. Great. I do know, know the guy's name, real name. Oh. But like, if you know who Alistair Stanley's real name was, then I could tell you if he was the one that kicked off or not. Like, is he the blonde name. guy that was like really cocky? No. Okay. Was that the guy who kicked off? No. Oh, okay. That was the only other guy I remember. All right. All right. I think that you know, I think it's worth a watch. That's yeah. it. So let's keep that. Uh, anyone else got any updates that we're talking about? Any other shows we've been watching? I got. I got some of them. I'm gonna save it. You save it. I'm gonna save it for. I think I think Harrison has to be here for this one. So. <laughs> <laughs> you watching the challenge? The it's the not the game. challenge. All can right, we, can we get a team mom? I'll, I'll I have finished Solitary 3.0. That's a lot. Yeah. Did you watch it with the crop formatting too? The other episodes are not cropped as badly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I don't know if I can watch. I think we screwed show. something up. We would watch the first one but anyway. Yeah. I don't think so. No, I watched I all. Looked at, when I got the photo for that episode, it was still definitely cropped. Okay. Well, yeah. I, the other episodes aren't as bad. Aren't bad. And yeah, I watched all eight episodes. So. Uh, did the person? No, no. That's, think that's one why, like, I, I want to like. Does Harrison want the spoiler warning or not? So I gotta wait till okay. he's here. Then well, he can listen. stop listening to the podcast. Right, I'll, I'll give it. my non-spoilery take on it, which was that it's. Remember, we one thing we discussed was sort of the challenge to keep going until everyone quits. Yeah, and that you know part of Rob Rob's strategy should be he knows the optimal time to quit. That's definitely not what happens. Like, there's definitely a point where they're like, okay, we've gone far enough. Some people have quit. We're just gonna end it. And Rob Rob's strategy is, I need to never quit and just keep <laughs> going until they tell me I'm done and I don't need to do it anymore. And that's you know, so that's not, that was a little bit disappointing. Yeah, but it's still that's kind of, obviously the best. That's obviously the strategy if they just go long enough and they stop you. Yeah, exactly. So. Like that's not the best strategy if they let you go until you quit. Right. Which so. is the best way to run that show. Yeah. Well, we were wondering about that, and so that's like my my take on that. And so and so like they do a food challenge. They're like you have to go until you quit or you throw up. Ooh, that's and a good challenge for that kind of style. That's the thing. It's like so the person there's like a food thing you have to do, but if you don't do it, you get a penalty. And so the person just stops trying to do the main thing and only trying to do the penalties and then eventually throws up doing the penalties and then it's like, well, I didn't want to quit, but I guess because I threw up, now I'm out. And so it was, that one felt kind of, you know, um, 
like is the food thing like how many you eat then? So yeah, they had different things of how many they eat, and whoever ate the fewest had to do a penalty. And so they just stopped trying to eat and just accepted they were always gonna do the penalty for doing the fewest. But then aren't you gonna get kicked out? That's the thing, like it she didn't want to give up because she kept doing the penalties until she threw up. And then she's like, I didn't want to give up, but now my body's given up, so I need to quit. Weird. So that was weird. But there's also one where a guy just starts there to have to do these laps and he used to do penalties and he just keeps screwing up the penalties. Like they don't tell him he's done. They just be like, Okay, you have to do another penalty. And they just like make him keep doing stuff until he finally decides he's done. That was kind of fun. I'm I'm surprised. Yeah. Of all the shows we watched <laughs> to finish solitary. All right. Well, I think that does it for us this week. Uh, you can find us on twitter.com slash you put this on. You can find us on facebook.com slash you put this on. You can email us questions and suggestions at who put this on at gmail.com. Please rate us on iTunes. It definitely helps. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. And we're on Spotify now. Uh, we are. Spotify. Let's look. Thank you.